Effective leadership is impossible without people who are willing to follow. It's difficult to be successful without people who can provide the synergy that will bring your strategies to life and even improve upon them. Yet with so many people who are posing without actually possessing the skills they profess to have on their resume, it's difficult to find the right people in today's world. Welcome to Life and Leadership with Kim Williams. I'm the CEO of Interfaith Family Services, a nonprofit that provides housing, health, and hope for families facing homelessness. I'm also the principal of Kim Williams Consulting, a change management firm that empowers nonprofits to change for the better. And I'm the author of Diary of an Insecure CEO, How I Went from Feeling Rejected to Raising Millions. I've led through a variety of organizational issues while raising over $50 million to fight poverty and learning a lot in the process. I created this podcast to share those lessons and help you to successfully navigate life and leadership. So let's get started. Effective leadership is impossible without people who are willing to follow. It's difficult to be successful without people who can provide the synergy needed to bring your strategies to life and even improve upon them. Yet with so many people who are posing without actually possessing the skills they profess to have on their resume, it's difficult to find the right teammates in today's world. So many of my fellow leaders have vacancies in critical roles right now. It's definitely an employee's market, and that reality is leading to a lot of bad hiring decisions out of desperation. Believe me, I've been there, and it happened long before the workplace upheaval that occurred during and after the pandemic. For years, I didn't have an effective strategy for hiring employees. I looked at what was on their resume and the requirements of the job to determine if I should interview them. Then I listened to their words in that interview and the references that they had to make the final decision. It wasn't until years into my tenure as CEO of Interfaith Family Services that I began to be more strategic and I began to hire people based not only on the competencies that the job required, but on the culture of our organization. Eventually, I developed a system to guide my hiring decisions, and now I have the very best team that I've ever had in my career as a leader. Of course, it's not perfect, and not all new hires work out, but when we get it right, we really get it right. And when we get it wrong, we're able to quickly make course corrections and transition much more smoothly than we did in the past. Want to know what we did to improve the amount of good hires that we have and subsequently team morale and overall performance? Well, let's talk strategy. Experience has taught me to look for three things when hiring new employees. I call them three C's for creating a team that works. You need teammates who have demonstrated a track record of being committed, capable, and culturally aligned to the core values of your organization. All right, so let's explore these three C's. So the first thing that we're looking for are employees that are committed. 
So when interviewing, do not make the mistake of confusing passion with commitment. Passion talks a good game, but commitment walks it out to the very end. So to identify a person capable of commitment, you need to know, have they worked any one job for more than two years? Have they seen a project through from start to finish? And if so, can they walk you through how they did it? Have they worked through challenging times, difficult personalities, and tight timelines and lived to talk about it? You want to know if they have the maturity and character to get the job done despite challenges that will inevitably come. You want to hear their stories and you want to know the specifics. You also want to see evidence in the form of references and calls to the organization that confirm their actual tenure. Lots of people are passionate about causes, but few have the commitment needed to make a measurable difference. So when interviewing, look for both passion and commitment. Number two, look for employees who are capable. So how can you evaluate talent when people embellish resumes and have friends to complete their interview projects? First, don't be afraid to have a pretest or impromptu interview project for prospective teammates. Have them arrive early, give them instructions and a laptop to complete a project similar to the type of work they'll have to do when they're hired. Then walk them through then have them walk you through how they did the project before beginning the interview. This will help you evaluate how they perform under pressure as well as their resourcefulness and ability to communicate. I like impromptu projects because the pre-planned ones can be completed by anyone with a friend who can do it. You know, if I'm honest, I've actually helped people do projects and darn near done them for them. So that's why I really don't like pre-planned projects for interviews. Because again, any friend or even their favorite AI program can help them to complete it. But when you have someone do a quick five-slide PowerPoint presentation um, and then present it and answer questions about it, in an impromptu interview questionnaire, you really get to see if they have what it takes. Now, with that being said, the project doesn't have to be a total surprise. You can tell them that you'd like for them to study your organization and bring a laptop that will enable them to complete a PowerPoint for a prospective donor using a surprise prompt that they'll be given during their pre-interview assessment. This way, they know that they'll have to do a project they just don't have the specifics and it'll, they'll have a certain amount of time to complete it. Also, only employees that really want the job are going to be able to are, are going to be willing to move forward with this interview. So that's the other thing. And only those as well that know that they know their stuff are going to be comfortable doing that. So it'll weed through a few people before you even have to see them in person. Last, or number three, you want prospective employees that are culturally aligned. First, you need to identify the cultural values that characterize high-performing employees in your organization. 
you want to ask yourself, what are the commonalities that you have among high performers? What characteristics do they possess? For Interfaith, we call them our five P's of high-performing employees. I've noticed that high-performing employees are professional, personally responsible, problem-solving, prompt, and positive under pressure. So we look for others that have those five characteristics when we're hiring. To measure the alignment of these values in prospective employees, we utilize a pre-interview questionnaire to monitor their responses to questions and their alignment to our five Ps. So for example, if we're evaluating promptness, in addition to noting if they were early or on time to the interview and how quickly they responded to the email inviting them to interview, we also ask a series of questions related to um, how they prepare to arrive on time. Or for instance, we may ask a scenario question that says, um, if your house is 45 minutes away from a 7 a.m. meeting with a donor, walk me through what you would do to ensure that you're able to, number one, make it on time and that you're prepared for the meeting. When you ask them that type of a scenario question, you will learn really quickly or be able to discern really quickly whether they have the habits and routine that support timeliness in general. So with that being said, those are my three C's for creating a team that works. Finding people who are committed by not just listening to how, how passionate they are, you know, when they're talking about the job, but also how committed they are to this or any other job by looking at the tenure in terms of how long they've been able to work for any one employer, as well as their ability to communicate the steps they took to complete a major project from start to finish. And then one other thing that I look for for commitment, as I said before, is how they've handled challenges. Can they tell me about it and what does it look like? Number two, if they're capable in terms of their ability to do a impromptu project on the spot right before the interview, that, that gives you a sense of knowledge, that gives you a sense of the ability to think on their feet as well as the ability to communicate. Number three, are their values aligned to the culture of the organization? And so we do that by answering pre-interview questionnaires as well as um, that are often open-ended questions, by the way, as well as asking a series of scenario questions that will show you whether or not they have the habits and the um, propensities that align with high-performing employees in your organization. So those three things are things that I make sure in the interview process are incorporated to help us build a team that works. Now let me close with this word of encouragement. Building a strong team is not easy, but it's absolutely necessary, particularly in today's stressful and volatile world. So to do it, you must do it wisely, carefully, and intentionally. And know this, even after you do all that, a bad candidate or two or three may slip through. And if that happens, be quick to let them go. Don't allow pride or embarrassment or even pressure to cause you to keep the wrong person. I found that it's better to do the work alone than it is to do it with the wrong people by your side. Eventually, you will attract the right team. And you'll be glad that you took the time to build it strategically.
and ultimately successfully. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come just thanking you for this day. I thank you for every listener, every aspiring leader that is listening to this podcast. I pray that you will help them to build the team that they need to carry out the mission that you've given them. I pray that you would send people with the right heart, the right mind, the right abilities to them. Help them to meet them in whatever manner that they need to in order to compile a team that can work together with complementary strengths and talents and abilities to build an amazing organization that does great work. And so I thank you for hearing this prayer. I thank you for giving them the patience and the wisdom and the support necessary to wait on what's good and what's right for them. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today's tips can be found on my website, kimwconsulting.com. Just click the resource tab in the menu. You can also find information about my consulting services and upcoming events and subscribe to my monthly life and leadership newsletter. If you found this podcast helpful, please share, rate, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. And remember, change is inevitable, but changing for the better isn't. Change wisely. Thank you.